This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday the 28th of February. In your sport today, sport reacts to the Russian invasion. Australia loses a legend. The Vixens rise to a netball title and swimming in your backyard. This is your sport today. The big story in the world right now is Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, the sports world has reacted to the conflict. Leagues and players from all parts of the world have condemned Russia and rallied around Ukraine. Gabs, let's start in the UK where there were some powerful scenes in the English Premier League on the weekend. Yeah, there were, Fez, and several clubs showed their support for Ukraine, but Perhaps the most moving moment was in the match between Everton and Man City. So during warm-ups, a couple of rival Ukrainian players came together and hugged it out on the field in pretty emotional scenes. Now, we spoke last week about Formula One and the UEFA Champions League considering events in Russia. Well, the F1 has since cancelled the Russian Grand Prix and the Champions League final has been moved from St. Petersburg to Paris. World Boxing's organisations have decided not to sanction any title fights in Russia and Poland and Sweden, well, they've refused to play Russia in their World Cup qualifying matches. Yeah, and Russian tennis player Andrei Rublev wrote no war pleas on a camera after he won in Dubai last week. Back to the English Premier League, there's been a big change at Chelsea. The club is owned by Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich, but he's given up running the club. Gabs, what's the deal here? Yeah, so as part of its response to Russia's invasion, the UK government last Thursday decided to impose sanctions on Russian businesses and also rich people with political ties who are living in the UK. Now, those rich people are what's called oligarchs, and the sanctions include freezing their assets and banning travel into the UK. Now, Fez, Abramovich hasn't been named on this sanction list, but he was singled out by a British minister because of his past dealings with Russia. And on Saturday, he passed the stewardship or let's say the running of the club to Chelsea's charitable foundation. Now, the thinking behind this is Abramovich did that. So if he does get sanctioned, then the government won't be able to take the club off him. Abramovich, he bought Chelsea back in 2003. He's invested billions of dollars into them and he's turned it into one of the biggest football clubs in the world. Yeah, they've won five Premier League titles and two Champions League trophies since Abramovich took over. Uh, More than 500 names are expected to be added to UK's sanction list this week. So keep an eye out to see if Abramovich is on there. Australian sport lost a legend late last week. John Landy died at the age of 91 after a long battle with Parkinson's disease. Landy was Australia's first champion distance runner and his battles with Roger Bannister over the mile are legendary. Gabs, Landy is one of Australia's greats. Yeah, absolutely, Fez. And I remember doing a project on him back at primary school back in the day. Now, you mentioned Roger Bannister. So in 1954, he was the first man to run the mile in under four minutes. But just 46 days later, Landy went to the UK and actually broke Bannister's world record. A couple of years later, just weeks out from the Melbourne Olympics, Landy was looking to lower his own world record in the mile at the Australian track and field 
field championships. It was looking really good until the last lap when a 19-year-old kid named Ron Clark tripped over. Landy could have kept going, but he stopped to help Clark and then chased down the leaders to win the race in just over four minutes. This was called the most incredibly stupid, beautiful, (laughs) foolish, gentlemanly act I have ever seen by Aussie Minister Gordon Moyes at the time. Yeah, that moment between Landy and Clark is considered one of the great acts of sportsmanship. It's actually been made into a statue at Olympic Park in Melbourne. I'll put a link in the episode notes to Landy's Sport Australia Hall of Fame bio if you want to read more about him. We're still more than two weeks out from the start of the NRL season and footy fans can't wait if the TV numbers of the trial matches are anything to go by. Gabs, break down the numbers for us. Yeah, tough being Gabs' social life because it is in (laughs) crisis and that's because Foxtel has decided to show all the NRL trial matches and Fez, it looks like it's paid off. So on Saturday night, Foxtel's NRL coverage had the top six programs on pay TV. In top spot was the Charity Shield trial match between the Rabbitohs and Dragons and that had 194,000 viewers. And in second spot was the Panthers-Eels trial match which had about 150,000. Now, to put that in some context, the A-League men's match between Sydney FC and Melbourne City had 79,000 viewers, and that was on free-to-air on Channel 10. Last week, the Super Rugby Pacific match between the Reds and Rebels, also on free-to-air on 9Gem, had 74,000 people, and the the top-of-the-table matches in the AFLW on Saturday averaged about 33,500. Yeah, those are without the streaming numbers from KO. KO actually streamed all the AFL practice matches last week as well. NRL fans won't have to wait much longer. The season starts next week on March the 10th. Today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Download that for all the live NRL scores this season. Which club leads the overall head-to-head in the charity shield? Gabs, help us out. I think you might need a little bit of extra time to work this one out. Oh, a bit cryptic on a Monday, Gab. So right, find out the answer at the end of the show. We've all heard stories about a phoenix rising from the ashes. Well, it looks like Vixens can do it as well after they won Netball's Team Girls Cup yesterday. Gabs, tell us how they did it. Got a bit excited there, Fez. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Harry Potter for a second. But no, you are, of course, talking about the Melbourne Vixens who beat the West Coast Fever to win the Team Girls Cup, which is Super Netball's pre-season tournament. Now, this is a big deal because the Vixens actually finished last in the 2021 Super Netball Comp and their co-captain, Kate Maloney, says that's really lit a fire in their belly for this season. Now, the two teams from New South Wales, that's the Swifts and the Giants, they didn't go as well. They actually ended up playing off the seventh and eighth out of eight teams, and they met in last year's Super Netball Grand Final. Yeah, the Swifts, they won the comp last year, and they actually lost all four games over the weekend. Uh, The new season starts on March the 26th. Let's go to some basketball news now because Aussie player Nathan Sobey's Olympic bronze medal was stolen over the weekend. Uh, He's asked the public for help to find it. Gabs, he hasn't had any luck so far. 
No, he hasn't, Fez. So this happened on Saturday night at around the same time the Brisbane Bullets were taking on the Tasmania Jack Jumpers in the National Basketball League. Now, this is why Sobey and the team think it's a targeted attack because Sobey, he plays for the Bullets, so the Burglars might have known that he wasn't going to be at home at that time. Now, of course, any medal is special, but this one was really important because it was the first time the Boomers had won a medal at any Olympic Games. Yeah, the Bullets say they are devastated for Sobey. His teammates have posted their support on social media and we'll let you know if there's any update later in the week. Those in Brisbane and southeast Queensland have been told to stay at home as the rain keeps falling and the floodwaters continue to rise. Uh, Brisbane Lions player Mitch Robinson is one of those residents and Gabs, he's trying to make the most out of a tough situation. Yeah, he sure is, Fez. So Robinson's been sharing videos of his place in Brisbane that's gone underwater. His backyard really does look like a swimming pool with all that water. So Robinson, he got in his budgie smugglers and decided to swim a few laps with some Bruce McAvey commentary going on over the top. (laughs) He later went fishing off his balcony to the Mission Impossible soundtrack, but Fez, his line got caught (laughs) in a tree. The wet weather has also forced the A-League men's match between Brisbane and the Melbourne victory to be postponed twice. They were meant to play tonight, but the Brisbane players just can't get out of Brisbane safely. Yeah, the A-Leagues says that'll be rescheduled for later in the season. I'll put a link to Mitch Robinson's Instagram page if you want to go and check out those videos. All right, we're almost done today. But before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Uh, Who leads the overall head-to-head record in the charity shield? It's between the Dragons and the Rabbitohs. Gabs, what's the answer? Well, you're going to need a little bit of extra time because it's actually a draw. It is. They've played 39 times, 17 wins apiece and five draws. This started back in 1982. Uh, All right, that's it for us today. Hope you had a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow. 